Welcome to the Locked on Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, it is a Friday edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. On today's show, I am doing my first ever live mailbag edition of the Locked on Titans podcast live on the Locked on Titans YouTube channel. I'm going to be taking your guys' questions, talking everything from Titans to the draft to everything in between. Can't wait to dive into all of your guys' questions on this live Friday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. Let's get it! You are Locked On Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Titans fans, it is a Friday edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. I know all you guys on YouTube are going to be like, wait a minute, it's Thursday. What time zone are you in? But of course, the podcast originally was Monday through Friday. I put the shows up a little early on YouTube every week. So YouTube, yes, I know it is Thursday for y'all, but just be happy you get the shows early. But anyways, we're doing a live mailbag episode here on the Locked on Titans YouTube channel. Excited to dive into that. Before I do, want to thank you guys for making the Locked on Titans podcast your first listen every day. If this is your first ever listen to the Locked on Titans podcast, make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you do stream. I am going to be putting out content daily, Monday through Friday on all platforms, always free. That includes the Locked on Titans YouTube YouTube channel. If you're watching on YouTube right now, make sure you subscribe, hit that notification bell, throw a thumbs up on the video right now. Um, Very excited to be putting out content every single day for you guys and interacting with you guys all the time. You can follow me on Twitter at Tic Tac Titans, follow the show Facebook page at Locked on Titans pod. But anyway, guys, we are going to dive into this show. I need some questions in the chat, and I think this is pretty cool. Uh, Talmadge Alexander says, it is Friday in Japan, so that counts. Heck yeah, man, I love Japan. And just uh, to bring this up off the rip, it's like the number one place that I really want to visit and travel to. So a little impromptu mailbag question. Thank you, Jerome. I appreciate it. But yeah, guys, send in those questions. Get them going. I'm going to be answering all your guys' questions throughout the entire show. So excited to dive in. It's been a crazy week coming down from the draft really, with the Traylon Burks uh, entrance here, the A.J. Brown trade, and the ripples still going on with that. Tannehill's comments, of course, uh, just being the number one storyline in the NFL right now. I said my piece about it, and of course, I think everybody has the right to, but boy, uh, they're really trying to uh, drag that out. We got our question here from Locked On Auburn. Zach, what up, man? Great appearance on the show earlier. Is Roger McCreary on pace to be the greatest Titan ever? Well, what I will say is John Robinson's second-round picks have been better than his first-round picks. So uh, I guess, yes, he surely is. It's a great start for him to be a second-round pick to the Titans. Great question there. Get those questions in, guys. I know everybody's just rolling in. Going to be a live mailbag Friday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. Again, get those questions in. Also, everybody, make sure to drink your water. 
That's very, very important in my opinion. And we got another question here from Dom Modell. He says, what do you think the Titans' offense will look like? Is there a possibility that Malik is Taysom Hill type until he supplants Tannehill? Okay, so I'm not going to lie to you guys. I got some awesome stuff coming in the works. I am going to uh, do a little Malik Willis deep dive next week, one of the days next week, where I get in some interviews from uh, someone who knows Malik Willis very well from his college days. I'm going to go into some schematic up and downs from his game and then talk about his role, not only in 2022, but in 2023. And in my opinion, I think the Titans would be foolish not to use Malik Willis in some capacity uh, as a, a package player on the offense. Again, multiple scouts said that if Malik Willis would have entered the draft as a running back, he would have been drafted because he's got that that much explosive athleticism just in the run game. So the Titans would be wise to mix him in somewhat, especially some goal line packages, uh, some red zone packages to try to take advantage of the run game and the numbers advantage they can get there. Uh, Jerome Powell, do you think the Titans will go? Titans will go where? After a wide receiver in free agency. I don't know if they will. I think they should. Uh, a Jamison Crowder type. I think that Will Fuller, honestly, would be a great fit for the Titans. He's used to Tim Kelly's offense from his time in Houston. I think that would be great. Another question here, Tolman Alexander. What would your guess of where the total offense and total defense finish this coming season? I think total defense will be top 10. I really think the Titans have all the pieces on defense to be very solid. I think the, the offense will probably be mid-range about, um, I'm going to say 15 to 20, somewhere in there, I think. Is where it would go. Uh, Brett Kern's future, and do you think the new kicker could replace Bullock? Um, well, I think it's, uh, I'll answer this backwards. Shuddick from Iowa is the kicker, Shuddick. And yeah, I guess there's a chance there. You get hot during training camp like Ficken did last year, but Ficken's probably going to be back. Um, and Bullock has the confidence of the team, and I think he should. I know that people wanted to rag on Bullock, but I don't really, I don't really think uh, Randy Bullock is is a bad player by any stretch of the imagination. He was solid for the Titans last year. So uh, as for Brett Kern's future, I think there were, with the restructure this year, this is probably the last year for Brett Kern, at least on his current contract. There won't be a restructure next year. Brett Kern's going to have to take his salary down quite a bit. And, you know, I love Brett Kern. He's been a great punter for the Titans. But if you do look, he's regressed five years in a row to the point where He's very good with his accuracy, but he's not a great power punter. And for what he's being paid, you want your punter to not only have good power in his leg, but also be accurate. So I'm guessing that Brett Kern's um, time with Tennessee, probably in the, in the last phase of that. But I still think that Brett Kern could have a good year this year. It's just with the contract number and his regression over the last five years, I don't know that he's going to be a guy uh, who's going to be around after the season. We might see a lot of familiar faces and names be gone after 2022. I think it's a transition year for the Titans. Jerome Powell again says, not a fan of Fuller's injury history, uh, but the Kelly connection does make me like it. Well, listen, the Titans have Nick Westbrook, Aquina, Robert Woods, Kyle Phillips, Traylon Burks, and then of course, Racy McMath and Des Fitzpatrick and Mason Kinsey could still try uh, to get onto the roster and, and make a, a role for themselves as well. So my point is that the Titans won't need Will Fuller to play every game. He's only going to play eight games. Yep, we know that. But he's probably going to be on a one-year deal that's not worth that much money either because of all those injury issues. So uh, entice him with familiarity with the offensive system and the Titans' need for a deep threat. 
and then bank on him playing six to eight games and try to get the most out of him when he does play those games. But again, guys, this is a live mailbag episode on the Locked On Titans YouTube channel. I'm going to be taking your guys' questions, giving shout-outs, responding to everything you guys say. So make sure you put those questions in the chat right now. Before we get into more of your guys' questions, I do want to tell you guys about BlueNile.com. Mother's Day is Sunday, and you still have time to get your mom something from BlueNile.com. They have an excellent selection of fine jewelry, everything from diamond jewelry to cocktail rings to tennis bracelets, gold layering jewelry. I mean, everything from statement pieces to everyday subtle elegance and some items that are both. You still have time here to go to BlueNile.com, get something that your mom will cherish and remember forever. And maybe it's not even your mom. Maybe it's just another mother that you love, like the mother of your children, an aunt, a sister, a grandmother. For that fact, anything that you would need for anybody on your list, you can find at BlueNile.com, the best selection of fine jewelry. And right now, my listeners get $50 off $500. It's a podcast exclusive that is only good through Mother's Day. Use the promo code locked on at BlueNile.com. That's promo code locked on. Plus, every order is insured, it ships for free, and it arrives in discreet packaging so you don't give away the secret. Shop stress-free and find your forever piece. Go to BlueNile.com today. Titans fans, here to give you this uh, Mailbag Friday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. We're going to be taking your guys' questions, giving answers uh, to your guys' questions from the chat. Try to get into all your guys' comments. Before we do, I want to thank you guys again. Making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. Sending those questions. I know I missed a couple of those. Uh, next, we got, I don't like Ryan Tannehill's leadership for him saying that. Tommy, I'm with you. And let me just say, A.J. Brown said that Marcus Mariota was the best leader he's ever been around. I found that peculiar that Marcus was a better leader than Ryan Tannehill. And that doesn't mean that Ryan Tannehill is a bad leader, but if he's saying that Marcus Mariota is the best leader he's ever been around, that means he's a better leader than Ryan Tannehill. That's just a stone cold facts. That, that's just the truth right there. So with that in mind, with AJ saying that Marcus was a better leader than Tannehill by de facto, even if not directly, and his comments here, I mean, Taylor Lewan said that he would mentor NPF, right? Why is this any different? Most people are saying that uh, with NPF now, NPF and Dylan Radins are the tackle combo of the future, right? Or Taylor Lewan isn't so scared of that or worried by that, that he won't help and mentor the young guy. And he would say out loud, he's not going to mentor or that's not part of his job. Taylor Lewan didn't take that approach. So yeah, I, I think it's fair at this point to wonder uh, what Ryan Tannehill is, is exactly like. Uh, Lone Star Titan, Tyler's off the chain on this Friday edition. Yeah, man, I know it's Thursday, Friday, whatever you YouTube guys really get upset about it. But either way, I appreciate you guys jumping in the chat, throwing in your questions. Uh, Kevin Hoffman said, how long do you think it will take Okonkwo to become tight end one? I'm going to say two years. I say year three, Okonkwo will be the Titans tight end one. That That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm going with. Um Thumbs up. Good. Awesome. On the audio. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Here we go. Another question here. Woodrin said, are you seeing a common theme between the players in the draft in terms of uh, player on the field mentality? There are some common threads here. 
between what John Robinson was looking for in college and all the players that were drafted this year. Number one, big-time college football competition. John Robinson, outside of Malik Willis, went with all players who played in Power 5 conferences. Also, not every player that the Titans drafted this year was excellent in the athletic testing. Burks didn't run a great 40-time. Uh, Kyle Phillips isn't a big 40-time straight-line speed guy. Roger McCreary, again, not great length, not great testing, but he took football players, football players who were productive, who knew what they were supposed to do, who played in good conferences with good competition. So, yeah, the conferences that these guys came from and them being productive, solid football players despite maybe some lackluster testing, I think were common themes this year. Uh, Miles. Milo says, how good are Bilt Bars? Man, I swear that they are really good. Like, I know that you guys probably think, oh, it's just an advertisement, blah, 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 blah. No, the Bilt Bars are absolutely delicious, I swear. Before we get into more of your guys' questions, just a little uh, mid-segment commercial break. I want to tell you about BetOnline.net, your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs to esports and more. Head to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more about all the trends and all the action. BetOnline, where the game starts. But continuing here with your guys' questions, uh, Miles said, just got here. I don't know if he did the ad already. <laughs> no, I haven't done the ad already yet, Miles, but it is uh, the advertisement between our next segment break, so uh, I'll break it down for you. Devin, my boy, Devin Mead, the creator of the Locked on Titans theme music, so appreciate the legend jumping in here. Hey, Tyler, longtime listener. Yeah, Dev. Uh, in your opinion, who is X, Z, and starting slot in the Titans' base offense? Ooh, I like this one. So, as much as the Titans want Traylon Burks to be the X, I think that the X receiver needs to be Robert Woods. Uh, when it comes to Z, I would love for the Titans to get uh, Fuller, but here's the reality. The Titans are probably going to use Traylon Burks in that role so he can be off the line of scrimmage and not have to deal with press coverage right away. But I think they'll rotate that where Nick Westbrook-Akina can play X and Woods can play Z as well. And then you could have Traylon Burks in the slot. And then you could have other combinations with Woods at X uh, or Burks at X and then Woods or Bur Burks at Z. And then your slot guy can be Nick Westbrook-Akina or Kyle Phillips. The good thing about what the Titans want to do on offense is they want all their receivers to be, be able to play multiple positions. So for me, you look at a guy like Kyle Phillips who's only going to be in the slot and Burks who's going to do a lot of slot work. But outside of that, you could probably rotate a bunch of people around. Uh, Kevin, live mailbag is a dope idea. Thanks, man. Also, I want to take this moment to pump up my Kyle Phillips video. Go check out my Kyle Phillips video on Twitter at Tic Tac Titans. It's pretty sweet. Roberson is a burner. Yeah, Reggie Roberson uh, from uh, SMU, undrafted free agent, burner. Love him. Kevin, another question. Any chance for Locked On Titans Fantasy Football League to return? Yes, Kevin. The Locked On Titans Fantasy Football League will return. Guys, with the creation of the YouTube channel at the beginning of the season last year, I can't lie to you. I felt very uh, overwhelmed with the introduction. It's a lot more work to put out a video show. I had to uh, buy a lot more equipment. I had to... Uh, Freshen up everything that I did totally changed my style as to how I recorded, when I recorded, all of that. So, yeah, the Locked on Titans Fantasy Football League will be back this year uh, because I just uh, have a better handle on my responsibilities and have more time and feel I can take on the load. But, uh, anyways, Jerome Powell said, what do you see the Titans finishing in terms of team defense? I feel like the defense got better with McCreary with Farley coming back. I agree. Uh, I think that uh, I think that Farley and McCreary will be a big boost 
to the Titans and the defense will just continue to gel and get better at what they're good at with the stunts and, and the confusing uh, scheme rules and coverage rules on defense. I think it's going to be fantastic. I think the defense will finish top 10. Um, here we go. A lot of these rolling in. Um, Woodward said he is so crisp as a route runner. Don't know his uh, assessment was so underrated. Uh, listen, he doesn't have elite physical tools. He's not extremely fast. He's not big. He doesn't have good length. He's not going to win contested catch situations. So there are downsides uh, to Kyle Phillips, of course. But what he does do well, what he does do well is good enough to have a role in this league. Over under 11 wins, my early prediction is under. Just want to say that. Is Malik QB2 or QB3? Malik Willis is QB3 when it comes to starting quarterback. I believe that the coaches right now would put Logan Woodside out there over Malik Willis. But I think, again, the Titans need to use Malik Willis in some packages this season. Um, Dom Odell. I'm not a fan of the multiple positions thing, though, for wide receivers. I get it, but that's what the Titans do, man. That's what the Titans do. Last year, they were throwing uh, flies and fades to NWI in lieu of Julio. Doesn't really work. I agree. NWI isn't the guy you want to throw deep shots to. If you've got a contested catch situation uh, and a jump ball situation, then sure, go ahead. But it shouldn't be the target. It should just be something, if it's there, you can take it. But I'm going to continue answering your guys' questions. They're coming in hot and heavy now. Really do appreciate it, guys. Uh, again, let me know if there are any audio issues or anything like that so we can get those corrected. But before we get into more of your guys' questions, I do got to tell you this is for you, Miles, about Built Bars, the best tasting protein bars in the galaxy. I'm serious about it. Uh, you get the best of both worlds with Built Bars. You get all the health benefits of a protein bar that you're looking for low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. But you get all delicious, all the deliciousness and flavor that you could want from any bar. I mean, there are Bilt Bar flavors that I like better than some candy bars that I've had. Uh, my favorite's peanut butter brownie, salted caramel, the white chocolate cheesecake, all the puff bars. The puff bars have like a marshmallowy consistency in the middle. The crunch bars are obviously crunchy. Oh man, they're they're absolutely delicious. Delicious. What I would do is I would go get a variety box where you get a, like a bunch of different flavors in one box so you can try them on. Everybody in your house uh, is going to like a different flavor, so you're going to have something for everybody. And I like trying a bunch of different flavors so you can figure out exactly which one, which ones you like best. And here's the thing. I'm going to give you a good deal on your first box. Go to Built Bar, right? Or Well, it's Built.com, BuiltBar.com. Either way is going to get you into the right place. Use the promo code LOCKED15. That's one word, LOCKED15 with the digits, LOCKED15. And you're going to get 15% off your order. Once again, that's 15% off at built.com. Excited to cap off this first ever live mailbag edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. Thank you guys all so much for tuning in. Before we go anywhere else, I'm going to remind you again to drink your water. Stay hydrated, folks. I'm a big water guy. It's very important. Also, going to thank you guys for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. As for your second listen, check out the Locked On NFL podcast. I host the Thursday show. There's uh, five days of the week of the Locked On NFL podcast, and you get different Locked On hosts every single day. You get your Titans information here with me. Follow that up by getting all your national NFL news with the Locked On NFL podcast free and available on all platforms. 
You guys put in a, a bunch of great questions here. So trying to go back and, and make sure that I cover all. Okay, Dom was the last question we had. Moving forward here, Miles, do you think there's any likelihood we dump Downing after this season and just stick with Kelly? Absolutely. I think that's the plan if the offense doesn't progress and do better. Uh, Kevin, are you excited for the new Doctor Strange? Yes, I'm excited for the new Doctor Strange. I'm going to be at the movies immediately after I get off the day job tomorrow, going with a couple of buddies who are also big Marvel heads. Uh, we're going to go eat some. We, we have an inside joke with my buddies. Large popcorn, large Coke. Boom. So excited. Ready to get strapped into the theaters. Man, I am hype for the new Doctor Strange. Really pumped about it. Do the Titans keep two or three QBs this year? I actually think it's going to be three because they're not going to trust Malik Willis to play right away if he's got to. They're going to want Woodside and stash him. And then uh, Tannehill, of course, with Malik Willis. So I'm going to say they keep three. Do you think the Titans will pick up a wide receiver in free agency 2.0? Yes. I want Will Fuller. Do I think they will? Yes. Who I want, I want Will Fuller. Um, every player at every position are not level 10. You need a lot of level 7s as well. Shannon, that is that is so incredibly smart. That is exactly right. A lot of fans think that every player needs to be a stud and a star, and that's just not the way it's going to work. You need a ton of high-level role players. I'm a big basketball fan, and unfortunately, I'm a Lakers fan, uh, and this year was absolutely miserable. But, what we learned here is you need superstars in their role. That's something that Frank Vogel, former Lakers coach, used to say all the time. And I think a guy like, for example, Austin Hooper, probably not going to be a stud game breaker, but could be a star in his role. Another guy, Elijah Molden, not going to be one of the best cornerbacks in the league, not going to make the Pro Bowl, but a star in his role. The undrafted free agent, interior defensive lineman, Tierra Tart, Naquan Jones, again, David Long, another guy, probably not going to make the Pro Bowl, but be a star in your role. <coughs> Excuse me. I think that's very insightful, Shannon, if I'm honest with you, that people need to understand that. Woodside will never get cut. You're right. He's the new roster pirate. We had David Fluellen. Uh, after David Fluellen, we had Jeremy McNichols. I mean, there's a laundry list of longtime roster pirates who have blackmail in the organization and somehow find a way to stay on the roster. Um, everybody's saying they're buying the Bilt Bars, committed to trying them. Yes, use promo code LOCKED15. Tweet me. Tweet me when you do it, and I'll retweet you as well. Uh, Shannon, uh, like our draft, a little of this and a little of that. Yeah, when you got nine guys, you know. Uh, sack leader this season, uh, I think that it's going to be Harold Landry. Again, I, I think I believe in Harold Landry. So sack leader will be Harold Landry again. Yes, Shannon, we are we are there. Uh, pass rusher depth chart. So you got Bud Dupree and you got Harold Landry on the outsides. I think that uh, Rashad Weaver is a direct uh, backup to Bud Dupree as the big physical guy. I think they'd like to use Ola Adani as a rotational guy in with uh, with Harold Landry as well. Obviously, you're going to have Danico Autry out there, but I think that's another thing in free agency 2.0 that the Titans need to get. They need to get some sort of pass rusher to be in the rotation. Not 100% Titans related. That's fine, guys. You can ask anything you want. I'm in for it. Not 100% Titans related, but can you run through who you think the eight division chance will be this year? Oh, okay. Oh, Lord. Uh, just thinking about it. I'm going to go with the Eagles. I'm going to go with the Packers. I'm going to go with the Rams. I'm going to go with the Buccaneers. On the AFC, I'm going to go with the Bills. 
I am going to go with the Bengals. I am going to go with the Chargers. And I am going to go with the Colts. Sorry, moving forward. Why won't anybody tell me who QB2 is? Shannon, I answered that. It's it's going to be Logan Woodside. He's going to be QB2 with Malik Willis as QB3, but Malik Willis is going to have a package of plays to utilize his skills. Uh, Willis was a wasted pick. What are we doing? Man, I just... How can you say that at pick 86? There's just no risk to the pick. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, money bags, packing it up out there. Um, yeah, everybody's not happy about that comment, money bags. Uh, Moon Knight finale review. I thought it was sweet. Finally paying off that answer. Uh, no spoilers here, but getting that third personality, finding out exactly who that is, although I thought that's who it would be. And I hope that the next season explores that and uh, – Layla, Layla's uh, reveal, I thought that was sweet. Scarlet Scarab, that's pretty sweet. Um, Memphis Grizzlies, perfect basketball example of that. One-star great role players, yes. 100% man, the Grizzlies are so fun to watch. Throw those questions in, guys. I'll go long today. It's Friday. No big deal. I'll go long with you guys. Uh, Molden only needs some weight room time. Well, here's my thing, though. Molden is not a great man coverage player. So he's always going to be limited in terms of how the Titans want to use him. His skill set is just not a man coverage, press man, pass coverage skill set. He's a physical guy who can blitz, who can play a pseudo linebacker in certain situations. He can play some man coverage on tight ends probably, but he's never going to be a full-time pass coverage slot because that's just not his skill set. So I think Moon could be a hidden gem for the Titans, but he's always going to have his limitations. Money bags on pure athleticism. He has the highest upside in a while. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of upside there with very little risk. It's okay. I got home from work, so it's my place. Hey, Miles, this is a family-friendly show. Uh, Haskell is a sleeper on D. Yeah. Shannon, I hope you guys enjoyed my conversation with Jay Stevens from Locked on Buckeyes going over Haskell Garrett. And I talked about how he has a great chance to make the roster if you look at the history of the Titans with John Robinson and their undrafted free agent interior D lineman. Uh, he couldn't win a spot at Auburn. His numbers at Liberty were average. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Oh, the Eagles. I love some Cowboys disrespect. I like what the Eagles are putting together, man. I think they got good coaches, too. Uh, I got a variety 12-pack of Built Bars. Can't wait. Yeah, there you go, Jerome. Uh, 2023 first draft pick overall. It'll be Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, or Will Anderson, the edge rusher from Alabama. None of them the Titans are going to be able to have, though. So what edge depth is out there in June? I think uh, Ryan Kerrigan is still out there. Uh, Justin Houston is still out there. We're going to cover that this week, though. I'm going to go over the Titans' remaining needs and some veteran options. Uh, probably going to be looking at a at a, a depth veteran, though, but I think that would be good. Bryce Young for show. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you, Virgil. Uh, has your chan uh, stance changed yet with Tannehill's comments? I no. No, it hasn't, Kevin. Um, again, uh, some of it is a bigger worldview, and there have been multiple players in the NFL, including Taylor Lewan, who have come out and either – directly said that they disagree with Ryan Tannehill or indirectly, like when Taylor Lewan said that he would mentor uh, Nicholas Petit Ferrer, even though some people view him as a potential replacement for Lewan in 2023. Look at that. So, no, uh, my habits haven't changed. Hey, I'll share with the whole family. There you go, Miles. It's not about naming three players from Liberty. That If you want to go that route, that's like saying that guys from small schools or lower levels could never be good. Josh Allen came uh, from Wyoming. He's pretty good, right? I mean, to say that because he played at Liberty, he can't be any good or he can't be good in the NFL, it's ridiculous. 
That's ridiculous. Lower-level college players blossom all the time. So, Kevin, man, this is four questions. You don't got to worry about that. No, but we are better around Willis. Yes, the Titans will be able to fix some offensive issues in 2023 around Willis. Oh, by five boxes of built bars of you and Austin and Buck. Never mention the AJ trade again. Shannon, unfortunately, I got a feeling that I'll have to. So, uh, um, let's keep going here. You guys are talking to each other now. All right, Petit Ferrer looks way more comfy on film at right tackle. Well, I think Dylan Radins is way more comfortable at left tackle. So if Raidens is left tackle for LeJuan in 2023, Petit Ferrer can slide in at right tackle. Then I, I think that I think that's great. Um, I, I think that's ideal. So I'm with you there. I agree. He looks better at right tackle on film. And I think ultimately that's a better position for him anyways, long-term for the Titans. Do you have any recommendations for learning more about the theory of football, like uh, why certain routes are chosen, certain plays are called? YouTube is an incredible resource. So I can't post film because of copyright issues with the company that I work for, but there are a lot of accounts out there that go over basic football uh, terminology, basic football theory. There's also a ton of uh, football books written that you could look up. Maybe I'll put out a list of those at some point throughout the summer. Um, yeah, so that's what I would do. I'd consult YouTube on certain concepts. Just type in your question. Uh, there's a lot of good resources there and then uh, some potential books. Uh, Raidens may be an almost starter, but better as a depth guy. Maybe, but I'm still going to hold out hope he can be a starter at that, uh, after that performance against San Francisco uh, in uh, Week 16, I believe it was. Um, after a couple of days to process, we're too hard on Tannehill as a professional or best answer at QB and his words about Malik. You know, I, I just don't agree, William. You're entitled to your opinion, and there are some NFL players who agreed with you. There are some NFL players who disagree with you and agree with me. So you're entitled to your opinion and I disagree, but hey, that's all right. We can't agree on everything. Madden record, I don't even know, man. I've been playing Madden since I was like five, six years old. So who knows? But I'm good at Madden, I promise. I'm not garbage. I'm not trash. This burst, um, AJ Brown's rookie season was 52 catches, 1,051 yards. Um, Touchdowns. Eight touchdowns? No. Tra Traylon Burks does not have a better uh, rookie season. Top five favorite football movies. I'm not going to put them in order because I'm just spitballing here. Uh, obviously, remember the Titans. Friday Night Lights, the movie. Um, I love um, Any Given Sunday. The Replacements. And... Oh, that fifth one. I don't know. Probably like uh, Little Giants. There you go. Love Little Giants. Um, man, you always doubt the Titans and they always prove you wrong. You know, uh, you say that, but it's just actually not the case, to be honest with you. Uh, I thought that the Titans would uh, sign A.J. Brown. And then I picked the Titans to go 12-5 and five and win the division and lose uh, in the first round of the playoffs before the season last year, and that happened. So, I don't know. You get some right, you get some wrong. That's just what happens when you put your opinions out in public for 30, 35 minutes every single weekday for multiple years in a row. So, it is what it is.
Uh, I think it's going to fail like everything else. Nothing compares. The, the NFL does have a semi-pro league. It's called college football. So outside of college football, people just don't care. Uh, I like Haskins better than any running back on the team not named Henry as well. Uh, well, I'm not even a Michigan fan. Well, I'm, I'm an Ohio State guy. So um, if we dump Tannehill after the year, his dead cap's $18 million. It'll save $18 million. Oh, Varsity Blues is probably my fifth over Little Giants. That's probably what I would go with. Uh, Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think the Titans have Super Bowl upside right now, but they can still win the division. I think it'll be close. The program... Not as big. Uh, the longest yard, good. It's it's in my top like seven or eight. Uh, cool, thanks. Yeah, no problem. Uh, hold on here. Hold on here. Would love to see Willis Haskins, Willis Henry format. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for, especially at the goal line and in the red zone. I was told we still lose $20 million. Yes, yes, there's $18 million in dead cap and then $18 million in savings. But at the end of the day, you're going to pay that man that $18 million no matter what. So do you want to pay him another $18 million and keep him, or do you want to save $18 million and do something else? Uh, what day is the schedule released? They're doing a slow release throughout next week, but by the 12th, Thursday, uh, it'll be fully released. And I'll go live after the schedule is fully released to break it down. Thoughts on Caleb Farley getting some snaps at wide receiver? Absolutely not. No, he needs to focus on being a cornerback and staying healthy. Rudy, Rudy is good at being my top 10, but not in my top 5. Do like Rudy as well. Are you going to any games this year? Do you have any game day superstitions? Uh, I am going to be going to the game in Indianapolis. I'm from Ohio. It's a very short drive. I go every year. And I'll probably try to go to one game in Tennessee. Not certain which game that is yet without the schedule being released. No, I don't really have any game day superstitions. Uh, I'm just usually really nervous and on edge. So what's your favorite college team? Guys, if you don't know, I'm from Ohio. I've lived in Ohio my whole life. So Ohio State Buckeyes here. But I also went to, went to Ohio University, so I cheer for the Buck, uh, for the uh, Bobcats, of course, as well, too. Uh, maybe letting Tannehill play the next two years is the proper path. Maybe, Shannon. Maybe so. It's definitely uh, not out of the realm of possibility, although I think it would be a tad disappointing. But that's going to do it for me today, guys. I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to be back with you guys on Sunday night on YouTube, Monday morning for the podcast crowd. Thank you so much for sending in all those questions. I really do appreciate it. Uh, make sure that you stay locked into the Locked On Titans podcast. I'm going to have a ton of content next year. When we officially let go Julio, do the Titans get $9 million back? Yes, that'll be June 1st. Next, uh, last question that I'm answering here, or maybe uh, what would it take for Tannehill to stay with the team in 2023, him to be amazing in 2022? Um, and then do you believe there was any illegal tampering by the Eagles? Maybe, but can't be proven. So no reason to dwell on it. But that's going to do it for me today, folks. Tighten up to all you guys. I'll be back next week. We're going to go over remaining needs for the Titans. We're going to look at veterans who are available at all of the different positions. Going to do a deep dive on Malik Willis. A ton in store for you guys, not only next week, but throughout the offseason as I continue going five days a week, giving out Tennessee Titans content for free on the Locked On Titans podcast. But that's going to do it for me today, folks. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked On Titans.